Welcome back to the How Confidence Speaks podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing public speaking tips that I learned while in college. Now, speaking in college can be a really intimidating thing, especially because you are, if you're on campus and living on campus, you're surrounded by these people almost 24-7. And so the anxiety can kind of build up for that because it's not just, oh, these random people or these people I only see a few hours a day are going to judge me for what I do say and fumble. Instead, it's, oh, these people see me all of the time and I may not forget (laughs) how I messed up in front of them and how does that affect my relationships? You know, how does that affect, um, we can kind of just overanalyze and build up the situation in our minds to be something way, way bigger than it actually is. And so I'm going to be discussing five tips five of the best public speaking tips that I learned while presenting in college that I think are easy to implement. So without further ado, let's get it. Hey friend, this is the How Confidence Speaks podcast. I'm Sarah Fernandez, follower of Christ, wife, boy mama, and public speaking enthusiast. (laughs) If you're done letting insecurities hold you back, if you want to become a confident speaker and presenter, but you just don't know how, and if you're ready to discover how an identity in Jesus can impact literally everything, well, have I got the podcast for you. Pop in the earbuds, drink up the coffee, because we're getting right into it. Alrighty, presenting in college can be super nerve-wracking. Like I mentioned earlier, it is it is definitely not a super fun time. I remember uh, that there were moments where I especially had to give group presentations, and I felt so much pressure because I knew that the grade did not just rely on my teammates, it also relied on me. And not only that, I was not only responsible for myself, I was responsible for how well the entire group did. And so that added so much pressure. It added kind of this mental strain. And believe it or not, one of the the biggest group presentations that I can remember, I was giving it with uh, three other women and I had just found out that I was pregnant and we had to dress up, and the only dress I had uh, was a little bit form-fitting uh, because it needed to be a business professional outfit. And I felt so bloated. I felt really gross. I also was filled with excitement because, oh my goodness, I'm pregnant. And it was just a lot. And so I, if if any of those girls are listening to this, I apologize. I probably tanked that one for us. I actually don't remember if it went well, but I will say this. In all of the presentations I have given in college, I have learned five tips that I believe are so easy to implement, and I believe that they will help you in uh, having peace and confidence when you present. But again, these things take time. Please don't just take this advice and think, oh, great, I listened to it. And I'll give it a shot. 
but then you don't consistently practice them. You don't actually take the time to see how can I really make this work for me in this situation? And then you're like, well, that didn't work. That was a waste of time. No, you have to put in the work. So point number one, your success with your presentation starts days before days maybe weeks before all right practice is crucial and I want to ask you how are you practicing it is not enough to just scribble things on a piece of paper it is not enough to just kind of willy-nilly oh yeah I, I practiced it a bit and it's also not right to while you practice be wondering oh my goodness this is terrible Oh my goodness, how how is this going to go? Am I going to fail? I hate this. This sucks. If you do those things, your presentation is already set up for failure. So how are you practicing? I want to explain to you good ways and methods to practice. So one thing is this. How can you start to care about what you're presenting about? In college especially, there are times where professors will give you uh, things to discuss, things to present on that you really just don't care about at all. But that is important. It is important to figure out, okay, in what they're giving me, is there anything within this that I care about? And really seek it. Don't just be like, eh, no, and move on. No, there has to be something in there that that incites within you a desire to say, hey, people, peers, friends, this is what I have to say. This is the part that I'm excited about. Let me share this with you. So how can you care about what you're presenting about? And also, are you trying it out in front of a small group of peers first? That is also very important. I would definitely recommend to do that with peers that you have in that classroom. I would make sure that they are peers that that genuinely care about the class. <laughs> it's not enough to just get together with friends and chat it up and say that you practiced. I hate to break it to you. That's not going to work. You have to put in the work. So are these peers that care about the class, care about you, will be honest with you and give you a uh, constructive critique. And so once you practice and try it out in front of that small group of peers, it allows you to practice and say, hey, okay, this, this is not killing me. I am safe. This is going well. Let's, let's try this again. Then I would say on the actual day, you're able to look at those peers directly. And that actually is our next point. Point number two, if you have practiced with a small group of people, fixate on their faces when you present Because that way, you're able to kind of remind your brain, hey, we've done this before. We've done it with these specific people. They care about me and have given me points to implement to fix my presentation well and to make it be something that is done well and will give me a good grade. And so I trust their input. I trust the practice that I have given. And here I go. And so when you present, just go between their faces. You don't have to look around to everybody else. It's all right to focus on a specific group of people. Point number three, find ways to make the presentation work with you and not against you. 
That means you can check with your professor or whoever you're presenting in front of and see if you can have whatever will help you. So if that's no cards, you can ask them, hey, is it all right if I have no cards with me as I present? But those no cards are not to have your whole speech on them. All right. <laughs> it is not that at all. You do not want your nose stuck on the paper reading off your presentation. That is not going to go well. Instead, you want to have practiced enough that you have keywords or phrases to look back on whenever you start to kind of slip and forget what's next. You can look at those keywords and phrases and be able to remember, oh, this is what's coming next. This is what I'm supposed to say. And and for the most and the majority of the time, you're able to look up at who you're presenting in front of. Also, the other thing you could do is bring a water bottle with you. Don't don't just like grip it and like, you know, in fear as if you're holding on to, to something for dear life. That is not what we're trying to do. But instead, you can have the water bottle next to you. If if it is allowed, uh, you, you could hold it. I would recommend not holding it. You want your hands up free. Um, especially even with the note cards. If there's a podium, I would recommend putting those note cards on the podium. If not, uh, hold the note cards with one hand, but still uh, still use your hands within your presentation. And that is a that is another, we, we will not be talking body, body language right now uh, during presentations. So anyways, you can have a water bottle with you uh, and you can take small sips during the presentation. Those give you time to kind of regroup uh, whenever you start to feel nervous. And also it minimizes dry mouth. Dry mouth is, uh, and it's actually can induce a lot of anxiety within people because when your mouth gets dry, you feel as though you, you can't speak and then you start to fumble more and you feel like you have failed. So dry mouth is something we don't want and, uh, taking small sips of water can really help you out with that. Another thing that I would recommend is if those things are not something that would help you, maybe consider having a visual element to your presentation. Uh, a lot of times in college, they do allow you to have um, PowerPoints and stuff like that. And um, we can even discuss in a later episode how presentations with PowerPoints uh, should be delivered. Um, that will not be uh, discussed today, but the visual aid can help you out because it it allows the audience to focus on something other than you. That is a very good way to go about it. However, you cannot rely on the visual aid. You cannot just kind of sit back and be like, oh, well, they're not looking at me, so I don't have to stand up straight. I don't have to keep engaging them. I can just rely on this. No, you do need to keep engaging your audience, but you ha you can have a little bit more peace and a little bit more um, uh comfort in the fact that your peers are not just solely eyes glued on you. Point number four is honestly to remind yourself that your peers are not focused so heavily on you. They are really just focused on themselves. They also have to give presentations. And I'm sure since 70% of our population is afraid of public speaking, I can assure you that the majority of your classmates are afraid to get up and do what you're doing. And so kind of find comfort in that as well. And the fact that they are more fixated on how are they going to do? Are they going to do well? Are they going to present well? They don't want to fumble either. Remind yourself of that. And that kind of humanizes your audience and allows you to be uh, more at peace with the fact that 
You're not the only one doing this. You're not the only one trying to get a good grade. And so even if worst case scenario happens, remind yourself that they're afraid of that too and that you're going to be just fine. And in how you respond to that worst case scenario matters more than the fumble itself. So if you are able to uh, beforehand, kind of uh, during your practice time, go through those worst case scenarios. Just do that. Do that and get, go through them. Even You could even do this while practicing with your peers and, and tell them to go nicely. But say, hey, this is what I'm most afraid of. Recreate that situation and learn how, how can I go about this? How can I respond to the worst case scenario happening? How can I prepare myself in case? And, and, and find a way to say, hey, I'm actually going to be just fine. This is how I would go about it. And, and imagine yourself succeeding. Imagine, hey, this happens. Oh my goodness, this thing I can't control or this thing that I, I messed up with my words or I, I, the presentation isn't going well. Imagine it uh, going to your advantage. Imagine uh, responding to those things in a way that, that equals success. And so that is point number four. Point number five. Now, you might say, you might say, Sarah, okay, my peers may not be focused on me, but my professor is. Well, to that I say, don't be afraid of your professor. That is point number five. Be in communication with your professor and see them as willing to help you. Your professor is there to teach you and to support you in your academic growth and success. School is meant to prepare you for those business meetings, those business presentations, those interviews that you are going into. So utilize the help from your professor. I would say go to your professor before the presentation days or weeks before, and ask them if they would be willing to look over your presentation, if you could even give them kind of a mock run of it, and to give you pointers so that you you can do it well. To conquer the fear and the anxiety around public speaking means that you need to utilize the resources that are in front of you. So when you're in school, utilize the resource of your professor and utilize the help from your peers and and whatever else is, is given to you. Because these schools are meant to support you in your in your path to success in those areas. And when it comes to business meetings and uh, business presentations, you know, usually you're not able to talk to the person you're presenting and say, hey, can I go over this with you? But you do have uh, other coworkers surrounding you who are probably in similar positions that you can say, hey, can you go over this with me? Like, let's let's talk this over. You have other people who are willing to help you. You just have to reach out to them. You just have to seek them. And the way that you can feel confident in doing that is building up within yourself this knowledge of, of hey, these peers are also going through this. Maybe not exactly like me. They don't have the same job position I do. They don't have the same, uh, they're not interviewing for the same thing that I am, but they have gone through something similar. And that humanizes the people that you're talking to and reminds you that you're not alone, that you're not, you know, isolated from the world around you, but you have uh, the ability uh, to speak to them and to interact with them. And that is so important. 
to recap, point number one is that your success with your presentation starts days before, maybe weeks. Point number two is that if you practiced with a group of peers to focus on their faces as you present so that it reminds you of the practice that you have done and to feel confident within it. Point number three is to find ways to make the presentation work with you and not against you. Point number four was to remember that your peers are more focused on themselves than on you. And so that should give you some encouragement that you're able to present because you're not the only one going to do it. And point number five was to utilize the resources that are in front of you so that you can uh, work towards success in your presentation. So if that means reaching out to your professor, communicating with them, if it means uh discussing it over with your peers and seeking advice on that or other resources that are there to make sure you utilize them, to make sure you communicate and that you seek ways uh, to grow and to build your presentation into one that is successful. Hi friend, if this podcast episode blessed you or helped you in any way, please leave me a review and let me know. I would love to hear from you. You can also screenshot and share this to your Insta story. You can tag me at at sarahnicole.fernandez or share this episode with a friend if you think that it would bless them too. That's the best way you can help me out. I'm so thankful for you. Until next time, friend, God bless and remember to go after whatever he has for you today with confidence. Oh,